blah, blah, blah test. Okay. <clears throat> in the world of advice podcasts. In the world of advice podcasts. In the world of advice podcasts. <clears throat> in the world of, in the world of, in the world, in the criminal justice system. Bum, bum. <clears throat> podcasts <clears throat> in the world of advice in the world of advice <sighs> in the world of advice podcasts some impossible questions are considered too difficult to answer the dedicated podcasters who answer these questions are members of an elite squad known as how to anything these are their stories why was that so obvious oh my god hello and welcome to how to anything an advice podcast where we teach you how to achieve the impossible. I'm Andrew Brereton. I'm Calvin Brereton. I'm Ellie Brereton. And she's bringing all the enthusiasm to the party. But yeah, yeah what happened, that... Ellie? <laughs> Did I sound really sad or something? Uh, only a little bit. Okay, I said it, and then in my head I was like, wait, that came out really sad sounding. <laughs> um... Well, before we get into what the new stuff is, I wanted to address the outcome of the last one. So the last one was the Mother's Day special, sort of how to give the perfect gift. We discussed a lot of things. Um, and I sort of put the theory to to the test by ordering 42 sponges to give to mom because Ellie got her two sponges and I wanted to get a lot more. And I'd like to report that Mom likes my sponges best, and it was a good gift. Uh, actually, I'm the one living in the house. I see which sponges she uses, and they're mine. I don't know. I think I have an explicit message from mom. If I no, can you know find what? No, you know what? Actually, yeah, almost is definitely. The truth? Hold on, hold on. You know what actually is the truth? Like that was. I was just kidding about that. I don't really know. But the actual truth is that she went out and bought her own scrub daddy and uses it every day. She bought another scrub daddy thing. Yeah, that's the are, only Are we buzz marketing right now? But anyway, the point is she did publicly say that my sponges were better and also she sent me a video which I have saved. I'll post it on the subreddit. It's her using Ellie's sponge and it leaving red dye all over the dishes. Uh no, it went away. It just had that for a minute. Oh, it did definitely seem bad. No, Seems I Seems like it's more of a bad one, Ellie. I think it's a very soft sponge. I really like the texture and the feeling of it. <laughs> it has a good hand feel. It's good when dry. Did you buy the sponge for yourself or for mom? It might have been for me. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so that covers the last episode, unless you guys have anything to add. I just want to say that my Mother's Day present was the best out of everyone's. Well, we know that's not true, but okay. Um, this week's episode is how to have a perfect first date. So... Obviously, there's a lot to unpack here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously the same as always. It's perfect. You know, what does that even mean? Blah, blah, blah. But then I think there's a couple other things we got to explore. What is a date? Right. How do you know it's the first date also, specifically? Right. We got we to gotta learn how to walk before we start running. Okay. Yeah. In my opinion, a date is two people or more. I don't know if you guys are – if we are – 
polyamorous <laughs> or some I don't know. But just people who all have expressed romantic interest in each other and are hanging out exclusively with each other at that moment. So then here's a question. Can you go on a date by yourself? No. Okay. Well, self-love is really the strongest <laughs> the strongest love of all. Is that have we cracked the code already? Is it the perfect <laughs> first date is you go out by yourself, you treat yourself, and then you pick up the bill and uh you just really buy Oh, yourself. you don't have to worry about who pays at all. You know, you split it. You split it. <laughs> you split it. Yeah. Okay, um yeah. You know it's a date if it's been specifically stated. Or it comes up during the time of the date. Like, you can go into it mm. not knowing it's a date, but if you find out halfway through, then the whole thing is considered a date. It's true. It's like a semantics thing. It's like um, it's like the value of something is just whatever somebody's willing to pay. So, a date is only a date if somebody calls it a date. A date is only a date if there's an awkward conversation about it, and then, and then it becomes a date. Okay, but one thing is, you said halfway through. Does it have to be halfway through, or can it be, like, literally at the very end? Or can it be afterwards? Can it be, like, a day later, and then you can be like, hey, that was a great date, and then it's like, oh, no, now it was a date. No, Yeah, I don't know about that. No, that counts. If If that counts, then do you know what that means? If one person thought it was a date, then it was a date. Here's Here's how you have the perfect date, then. You just... You keep having really fun experiences with someone you're interested in, but you never refer to them as dates until the perfect one happens, and then you go, that was a really fun date we were on last night. No, but even if they refer to any of them as dates, and they will because they're not sociopaths... Uh, well, then, then what the hell? How can you know if they're referring to them as dates, like, secretly to their friends or whatever? <laughs> Secret yeah, dates. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think the idea of retroactive date ap- application makes sense because that means any hangout right before i leave or apparently after i can just say oh yeah this was a date see ya you know what maybe i'm crazy maybe i'm taking crazy pills here but i think it has to be consensual yeah that's what i said earlier two people who have already expressed romantic interest in each other yeah i'm not talking about romantic interest i'm saying for it to be a date both or all parties have to believe that it was a date Mm mm-hmm so not just one person, but, like, everyone who is there has to be, like, that was definitely a date. And then, like, then it's a date. Yeah. Okay. True. Yeah, and that, that removes the ambiguous case, too, of, you know, thinking whether or not that was a date. You don't just ass- – if, if there's ambiguity and there's no way to answer, you don't just assume it was a date. You default to not a date until proven date. Or you just ask, like – you use your yeah. words like a normal human. Well, yeah, I mean adult. that's 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 the proving process. Okay, I, I see. I, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's there's there's two things I want to explore then. Hmm. The, I want to I want to talk about the first date where you already know the person and you've hung out with them before. Only now it's like the first time it's a date. And then I want to also address how to have the perfect first date or a perfect first date when it's it's like a tinder date or something it's like you're meeting them for the very first time or it's a blind date basically yeah those are very different scenarios although i think we need to break it down a little bit further because to understand this we need to know what you're trying to get out of a date what is the goal that you're trying to achieve such that you can achieve it perfectly you're trying to further your relationship with that person oh well it's not that complicated for me um Basically, I'm cursed 
and I'm asleep in a tower and I need my first date to go well because it needs to end with a kiss, but it can't just be any kiss. It's got to be true love because that's the only way I'll wake up and end the curse. How can you go on the date if you're hmm. asleep? Well, that's tricky, but I think astral projection is really going to get the job done. No, honestly, that's true. That, that, that was a really good point. Yeah, so for me, the perfect first date is going to be me and my beau, and mostly I'm astral projecting, maybe into her dreams or something, and then when I'm in there, we go on a perfect first date, and then it ends with a kiss, and it's true love, uh, and then also she has to come find me in the castle and wake me up. Also, I'm astral projecting right now, which is why that's how this is happening. My perfect first date, guys, is... I'm actually, involves... my soul is just on the internet right now. I'm in the wires or tubes or whatever. Guys, 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 listen. My perfect first date involves um, Sunday Andrew's, brunch. It's really, it's really along seven hundred sponges. We, <laughs> no, we're talking <laughs> so many sponges. It involve. It's really close to Andrews. Um, it involves. I really, I really, I just, I can't get over. It. I can't get past the idea of not being with a frog prince. Still haven't found him yet, so most of the time I just go out and kind of kiss frogs for a little bit. Um, so far, nothing has turned up yet. Yeah, I don't think it works unless it's already true love. You have but to I love really... the frog. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you may have been wasting a I've lot of frog kisses. I've wasted so many frogs. Have you, seen... <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the documentary Shrek? I it really covers a lot of this stuff. Frogs. <laughs> um... I was gonna. I feel like I was gonna say something. On a real note, a date. I think the reason you go on a date is because you enjoy spending time with that person and you want to continue doing that more that often. That seems fair to me. What about this? I think I've got it. That's a raven. Okay, go on. The perfect first date never stops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. You will get to know every aspect of that person on the first date oh hold on it's that's it's that's it's a groundhog day situation mm. what do you guys feel about speed dating in this situation okay so actually my mm. friend wants me to go to speed dating with her and like i don't want to it sounds horrible why wouldn't she just ask you on a regular date no no, no. she wants to go <laughs> together to speed I know, dating I, know. I was just kidding Ellie, guys and girls can be friends without dating. Come on. It's 2018. Jesus. It's 2018, Ellie. Get no, it together. I, I, I know. I, what? Anyway. Ellie, women can vote now. Update for you. Well, I can't. Oh, Calvin, what was that thing that we needed teenagers to explain to us? Oh, what do you guys call pizza, Ellie? <laughs> pizza. You just call it pizza? Yeah, sometimes... Sometimes we call it the dough. Sometimes we call it... <laughs> that one's made up for sure. Sometimes we call it pizzazz. Sometimes we go, yo, who, who's going to order the pee pee? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that one's believable. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. We call it pizza, you old man. What do you mean? Okay, never mind. You'll just listen to the other episode. Um, so ignoring the Groundhog Day bit, I feel like that's a rich vein. Let's just pretend that we did that and talked about that stuff. Ha ha ha. Um, Remember that groundhog bit? That was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Nailed it. Um, what I really want to explore is like, what are some date ideas? Like, I, my friend told me once that uh, 
he goes on a first date sometimes by taking a girl to a cemetery and they just walk around in the cemetery. Well, that hmm. is honestly, from a female perspective, terrible in every aspect. Yeah, I feel no, like there's you a don't, bad like cultural dude, you climate don't just, for that. You don't just go like, "Hey, let's go on a date to a surprise location. Uh, <laughs> wear wear hiking boots and bring a shovel. It's gonna be exciting." <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I have a crazy date idea for you, but also we have to do it at three in the morning. Don't ask questions. Yeah, bring bring a headlamp. Bring a headlamp, a bag of salt, and the Necronomicon if you've got it. And a cross in either <laughs> necklace or bracelet form. It has to be attached to your body. Silver. It has to be silver. <laughs> if you have any sage, I would suggest bringing that. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a lot of shadow people there, so... <laughs> Have you been trained in the blade? <laughs> Do you know how to use a light blade? Um, no, but real talk. Uh, I have suggested it, but never done it with anyone because I just like bailed on it, I guess. But there were at least two times where I suggested it and the girl seemed very interested and was like, actually, yeah, that sounds cool. So like your mileage may vary, but I think it's at least... Uh, it's interesting in that it's not okay. So here's the thing: the perfect first date can't be the standard first date of like, you go to the bar, you get a beer, you go like, oh, do you have any siblings? Oh, yes, I have two siblings, and I record a podcast with them. Blah blah blah, and so on and so on. <laughs> Sounds like speaking from experience. No, actually, I haven't been on many dates since I started doing the podcast. Maybe that's related. I don't know. Hmm. Too busy. Everyone's too intimidated. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all this fame. Uh, yeah, so I think the standard date where you're just like, blah, 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 you know, I've got siblings. Do you have siblings? What do you do for work? Oh, oh this you is, know, this getting to know work. each other. That bullshit. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that one's outdated. I think that should come like organically as you get to know each other organically. I don't think it should be like, I don't think a good first date is like, let's go through the litany of things that are sort of digestible factoids about ourselves. Yeah, I mean, you can okay. make that a web survey. Like, no need to exactly. I see what you're saying. I'm not going to remember yeah. all of it anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just ignore all of it anyway because you don't even know if you'll see that person again, you know? Okay, what was the date idea you were talking about earlier? The Murdering thing? someone in a graveyard. No, you said no. you suggested it to a couple girls and they seemed like they were into it, but you never yeah, followed through. Yeah, that was the cemetery. Oh, you suggested that to girls? Yeah, why on God's green earth did you do that? Right. Because I was trying it out. Well, well okay, the other thing about to... the cemetery thing, the other thing about the cemetery thing is, and Ellie, you mentioned, like, from a female perspective, I think we can just straight up generalize, because I think if I ask somebody to go on a date with me to a cemetery, I think I might also be suspicious oh, of them I can once see... they say, yeah, yeah, I can see I where there's somebody some... at a cemetery. I... Yeah, I would I... love to. <laughs> I can see where there's some confusion here, I think. I just, I um, don't get it. Why do you, why would it's you? It's not, this is not at the middle of the night. That doesn't I make mean, it any better. Even this still. is like, this is like a Sunday afternoon. Like you just walk around, like you explore the cemetery. cemetery walk. Yeah. You look for like really cool old gravestones and shit. And you then look for like really cool dead people and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then you spend maybe like an hour doing that or an hour or two. And you're just kind of like talking and hanging out. And then when it's done, you go get a beer. Why don't you just go for like a regular hike and both okay, you, you can't, have to count? You can't go on a hike for a first date because that's yes, you seriously so could like a nice nature walk. 
that's some serial killer bullshit. You get them isolated in nature, that's how some serial killer shit goes down. Okay, well then a nice walk in town and you guys have a a game and you have to count as many red objects as you can in an hour and whoever wins has to buy the other person a beer. What is this? Did you steal this from some family channel show? There we go. No, there we go. That's it. Ellie, you fucking cracked the code. That's the perfect... (laughs) That would be kind of fun, I think. That would be cute. Is this what teenagers do? They just count red objects? <laughs> I'm hey, Ellie, that's why they're taking pictures of hey, everything all the time. <laughs> hey, Ellie, what color were the sponges that you got, Mom? <laughs> they were fuchsia. <laughs> well, Magenta. <laughs> since made up on the spot. No, they were. I'm pretty sure we have video I know, evidence. I know my sponges, they were fuchsia. <laughs> okay, let's, <laughs> that is let's specifically move on. the reason I picked them. <laughs> okay, so we're getting close. So the perfect first date or a perfect first oh. date is like... Okay, so what, what we can take home from that is it can't be somewhere totally isolated. It has to be at least a little bit public so that oh, there's yeah, no fear point. of murder. And ideally doesn't involve death. But maybe yeah, unless... you can get away with it if you find the right person. Unless... It's a hookup and not really a first date, then it can probably be in a more private location like one person's house. No, no, no. You still do the hookups, you still start at like a public place, but then you just do the standard like beer, beer and like small talk thing. But this isn't that. We're talking, we're talking about, we're talking about dates. We're talking about dating. We're talking about love. We're talking about, we're talking about that sleeping beauty, true love and my end my journey in the astral plane please we're please and my we're suffering knock it on some frogs type of love <laughs> i'm so that good frog love i'm so tired guys i'm so tired I'm well so as tired. soon as okay it's only gonna take me like two weeks to edit this it'll be out on the air we'll get a trickle in of listeners somebody <laughs> will hear it at least a month from now don't worry maybe maybe two yeah, so then someone can find me on the astral plane and, and be my child yeah. or whatever. But only if the first date is good enough. And let me tell you, I don't want to do the cemetery. It feels played out now. Yeah, mm-hmm. way too common. That's oh, yeah, so that's the, that's the other thing. So number one was no isolated places. It's got to be at least a little bit public. Mm-hmm. Number two, I think, is it's got to be at least in one way kind of unorthodox. Yeah, it can't be basic. It's got to be a little bit unconventional because it's got to be memorable. Mm-hmm. And then I think a third thing that I what uh, this is one thing I like about the cemetery thing is like there's got to be something that you're doing so that if there's lulls in the conversation it's not awkward it's more like you just focus on what you're doing True. right because you don't have to like the person for the whole time right off the bat that's a little unnatural I feel like I feel like in that situation going to an arcade would be a good example that's a good one mm-hmm that's a really good one you don't have to talk to them the whole time plus if they go to the arcade it doesn't matter if they're good or bad at video games as long as they're playing the video games no exactly you guys can have a good time i don't know about that because what if you hop onto battletoads and you start showing off your sweet moves and all of a sudden they're kicking your ass calvin do not speak about such a despicable game i will not see toads treated with such disrespect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, Ellie, the battle toads are the toads beating up everybody else. No, that that's disrespectful. They're peaceful creatures. No, well, not, not these anymore. Ones. These are battle <laughs> yeah, toads, Ellie. Don't talk about the toads like you know them. I know them. Okay. Ellie, I think you're generalizing. 
Fine. And that's unfair. No, you know what? We'll talk. We'll do a different one. You you sit down, you load up Tron, and you hop on your light cycles. Next what? thing you know, what? And that's real. Just anyway. <laughs> Are you okay? Okay, hold on. You go to the arcade. You sit down at your booth, and uh, what? What's the game? It's called Count the Red Things, and it's a new arcade game. It's like, I, <laughs> and there's just one button, and whenever you see a red thing, you just tap the button. Stop. And then, and then what happens at the end? Oh my God, she counted more red things than you. Yeah, and then of course the bartender notices because he looks up at the scoreboard, which has ten scores, all your initials, with almost the perfect number of red things and he has to go and chisel it out because it's chiseled into stone tablet because your scores were (laughs) so good yeah and he has to throw that out in the garbage because it's wrong and this person stole your high score and your bar you can't go back to the arcade bar so then i think the answer then is you definitely keep dating them and it was a good first date because you're like you've defeated me (laughs) Mm. you now have earned the title i Please take me as your apprentice. That's what you would do. I think. I think that's the normal response. Can you can you date your apprentice? I don't think so. No, that's a conflict of interest. There's a power that's okay. dynamic. I, I wasn't speaking. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Ellie, you weren't speaking in the edited version. <laughs> Shut up. Anyways, I was going to say since we're on the topic of arcades. I was thinking about the arcades in movie theaters. Movies are a bad place to have a first date. Terrible. Yes. I'm glad yeah. someone mentioned that. A movie is a terrible first date. Like, you don't... You have nothing to do, and it's very awkward and weird because are you guys going to hold hands? Do you kiss? Like, what? You don't have... Absolutely yeah, not. Definitely Absolutely not. That's not. super weird. No, I know it's weird, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it is super weird. You have no chance to speak with them or even see if you like them at yeah. all. Yeah. And you know what? Likewise, a club is a terrible place yep. too. Mm-hmm. Or even a bar where it's too loud. Oh. Like you could be at a bar as long as it's like a sort of chill bar where you can actually talk. So yeah, perfect. I'll also another rule: you have to be able to talk. True. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Like there's, true. it's good to have something that can talk or communicate. Yeah, it's you good. Know? Like at the arcade or verbal. something, it's good to have something to do in between talking, but you can't be unable to talk the whole time. Yeah, I think actually arcade is really good. I think you really hit something there. Really? Like, Thank you. Because for me, for me, it's like I like video games. I like playing video games, even like old school yeah, arcade games. Yeah, I think games. that was a good common interest scenario. Exactly. I like like uh, friendly competition as well, you know, or even like self-competition, like trying to get on that leaderboard or whatever. So to me, it's like it doesn't matter if I go on a date with someone and she's bad or she's good at games. It's more like if she's going there and she's playing the games, that's really fun. Even if she's like bad and knows she's bad and is like even embarrassed about it, that's even better in a sense because it's like she's embarrassed about it, but she's still trying the games. And like that's yeah. to me, that's really... Yeah, you can really gauge someone's like sense of care. If, if you go to an arcade and they're like, oh, no, I'm bad at games, therefore I don't want to play at all. You probably yeah yeah guys guys I got it I got it I got it no that's so Raven I got it that's so Raven here okay you do yours first okay you build an arcade game (laughs) that's designed to actually be a complicated a complicated psychological profiling test yes 
Oh, it's like an Ender's first date situation. Yes, it's Ender's first date. You play. It's Ender's fifty first date. <laughs> you play. You play the game, and then you just. But like, it's programmed to just be like seemingly fun and easy when you play it because you put in a secret code, and it's just like, whoa, this game is so fun and cool, right? And then she's like, yeah, totally. Let me try. And then you put her on the game, and then you get a text message as the game goes on. What is it? It's her complete psychological profile. What does it say? <laughs> date this girl. It says super chill and just cool about stuff. Just super cool, super chill. <laughs> Nine likelihood of breaking your curse, ninety nine point nine percent. Likelihood of retrieving you from the astro plane. Well, yeah, I mean Please. you're gonna have to hook it up Very to the astro plane, and that's a developing Please. technology. But... Please just free me from this prison. We have been focusing so much on the setting and the setup for your perfect date. When really, that's one of two factors, because you also have control over yourself. So maybe rule number one, don't be on the astral plane. There's also, well, hold Hard on. to Some contact. Of us, that's a little, I'm trying to. <laughs> Just telling it like it is. He's doing it's his little, best, Calvin. He's stuck. It's a little directed. I'm not comfortable with that. <laughs> um, but there's another thing that you forgot, a third thing. Okay. The other person. Well, but you can't control that, really. Unless... What are you talking about? Of course you can. You can decide not to go or to go. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, sure. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about once you're, like, there. No, but I just mean, like, what are, like there could be red flags before the first date where if it happens, oh. you're like, oh, no, it's it's going to be horrible. Yeah, we should touch on if red they, flags. My first one is if they suggest we go to the cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Okay, you're like you're really making it sound horrible, but you hey, really play it by stranger ear. Stranger that I have never met in my entire lifetime. See, I knew you were going to do this, but that's not like how it is. Would you like to come to the cemetery full of dead bodies with me, a much larger than you male who can easily physically overpower you and bury you alive in the cemetery? Wow, that's so that's... morbid and unfortunate. I'm into it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's not how it is at all, Ellie. That's not how you do that. That would oh, be no, fucking please, weird. Oh, no, please. Please explain your cemetery date one more time. Try and change my mind. <laughs> it's as it's simple as, like, if it seems like it's going to land and it's going to be a cool thing that this person would enjoy, then you bring it up. But oh, if, so you if only bring it up to goth girls. I mean, you're making an extreme case of it, but if you want to say that, then yes. I... You know what? Some people have good first dates going to, like, BDSM clubs and orgies. No, that's all true. Kinds I can't of strange actually things. judge. Me, personally, I don't like it, but hey, you never know. It could be up someone's alley. Yeah, I mean, I think I want to live in a world where I could get away with asking someone to go on a first date to a cemetery, because it seems neat. I mean, there's a lot I'm of art and feeling there. You do, you do live in that world. That's what I'm telling you. They're cool places. They've got like weird shit to look at. No, and I, don't I mean, know, but a lot of women are gonna think that I want to beat them up with my overpowering big man body. Apparently, no, it's actually very true. It's it's we're we have to be careful. That's a yeah. that's a really sad reality. Of course, of course. But I'm not saying that you bring it up in a way that's like seems threatening and scary you like part of you bringing it up and having this is you have to create an environment that is safe and comfortable for everyone and you and you don't bring it up like oh this is it's this or nothing like (laughs) 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 it's you just bring it up like you're suggesting things and like that's one of the things that you suggest oh that's another thing when you ask someone out on a date 
You can't just be like, hey, do you want to go on a date? Mm. True. You, you have, have to be have like something in mind. Yes, you have to be like, here's the time I'm thinking of, and here's the activity that I'm thinking of. Like, Even do you if it's something do this, like coffee or something. Yeah. People are going to be more likely to say yeah if you have a specific plan. Yeah. So that's why, like, you wouldn't be like, oh, let's go on a date. Oh, where do you want to go? The cemetery. Like, that's dumb. That's not going to work, obviously. It's more like, hey, I have this idea. It's a, it's super unorthodox, but I think it's going to be really cool. Um, but how would you feel Sunday afternoon? We go on a date, just like walk around the cemetery, see what the gravestones look like, maybe try to find the oldest person in the cemetery. And then uh, when we get bored, we go get a drink or something. I'm, I can't say that I'm on board yet. But I, that did, that did soften my... Yeah, you're starting to believe. What if just as a footnote, you just add a winky face? Make it clear. Then it's key. I hate it. I hate then it. Then it's like, where do you, where you put the winky face makes all the difference then. So it's like, and then maybe, you know, look for the oldest grave. No. <laughs> <laughs> also bring garlic and a steak. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll uh we'll look for some empty ones too, winky face. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday afternoon, winky face. God damn it. I you know, I have Nathan to blame for this because now it's on the public record that I'm some sort of cemetery weirdo <laughs> and it's because oh. Nathan suggested this to me. Yeah, and, you know, pass Nathan, it off to hey, an hey, imaginary hey, man named Nathan. Don't call him out like this. You were the one who likes cemeteries. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I'm not calling him out. I'm I'm saying like he's right and I still stand by this. Like he's right. It's a good idea. Okay. That guy has impeccable taste. Okay. Well, I don't know, because he is your friend. He's current. Well, except for friendship, but... Obviously, he's he doesn't because of the whole no, it cemetery thing. You know thing. what? He but... does, because it, it did work, because he had a... It wasn't a cemetery this time, but he had a great first date that I'm not going to tell about. That's his story with his current fiance, and they're engaged, and she's a wonderful woman, and they're very happy together. So whatever he's doing, it's clearly working. Okay. Okay, yeah. I can't... I can't... I'll have you know. I can't argue. He that. is no longer on the astral plane. <laughs> wow, a success story. You know it's true love when they re- rescue you from the astral plane. Yes, that's the metric by which you'll know if it was a perfect first date. If at the end of it, your soul just like <laughs> immediately back into your body. Right, that's that good feeling. It's that good feeling. Your soul just comes right back in, and you can feel all those meat feelings of like you know, <laughs> like. <laughs> You know, you your impending death. Feeling? Yeah, you know, your meat body. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people on their first date stop. are trying to achieve good meat feelings. So. I'm so deeply uncomfortable. Are none of us going to talk about what Andrew just said? <laughs> Andrew, what? can you make that noise to describe meat feelings again? <laughs> your soul entering your body? No, because I know you're going to turn it into an audio clip. <laughs> well, we already have it on file, so... <laughs> Look, there's everybody knows there's two bodies, the astral body and the meat body. <laughs> the meat body? <laughs> I think every time you say meat, I'm going to add it in. <laughs> Stop. What? This is these are just my feelings, guys. Oh man. Okay, so on on the top I want of the- I want my meat body back. <laughs> <laughs> tired of living this meatless life so for your first date you have to suggest something unorthodox you have to suggest something public you have to suggest something where you can speak but also do something else 
but it has to be it comfortable. Has to be, well, it Both has people to be, have to be comfortable. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's wait, it. comfortable but not too comfortable, not too comfortable, and it has to be a common interest. And so, if you if you want to find the right woman that apparently can free you from the astral plane, then you only need to ask people on cemetery dates because people <laughs> aren't willing to do that. Probably can't probably can't pull you back. No, but I mean. I thought that was actually really clear. That's kind of what I was getting at the whole time. Like, if this is a person who is comfortable doing this type of thing or going out and doing some unorthodox thing or playing arcade games and failing really miserably at them but still has a good time, like, that's really good. Right, yeah, I was just explaining to Ellie. I really also... Ellie, did you understand now? No, yeah, I I got that. (laughs) No, yeah. Any whom... Uh, <laughs> Any that's whom's still so wrong. <laughs> Any whom's. <laughs> I also think that board game cafes are a good first date. I like those. I think they're a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they are pretty cool. Unless. Unless you're very competitive. That's true. No, but that's good. That'll that'll come out, and then you'll be like, ooh. But if you find out they're very competitive too, it could end up being a really fun time. Yeah, there's a movie about that. It's called Game Night. It's actually kind of funny. Great. (laughs) (laughs) So go check it out, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you guys. See, that's why you need you need some activity that you can do so that if that type of if that type of awkward silence happens in the day, then you don't end up in a situation like this. Wow, Andrew, that's awesome. That's crazy. I'll fucking check that out for sure. Oh man. Okay, real talk. Check it out. It's good. It's decent. Hold on. Wait, wait, guys. Just don't. No more podcasting. I'm just uh, game night. Got it. Okay, I'm downloading it right now. As soon as this podcast is over. Downloading it legally, I hope. Yeah, of course, from iVideos mo- I Movies, the store. iTunes. Good. Calvin, that's if I music. start naming a bunch of brands, will you have to bleep them all out? Yes. <laughs> Adidas, yeah. Nike, uh, Champion, <laughs> Urban Outfitters, Aeropostale, Garage, Dynamite, Licenza, uh, Okay, well, Apple, Dynamite you're allowed to say, because that's just a word. Same Apple, with that. Windows... <laughs> Okay? No, we can leave those in. We can leave those in. Those are just words. <laughs> uh, uh, lazy boy. <laughs> that's also that, no, that's just a word. It's <laughs> just a lazy boy. LCBO. That's not a brand. That's a government that's, board. The beer yeah, store. Hmm. So here's Freaky. the thing, Ellie. We're not going to beep that out at all. Because we just want people to know where your head's at and, like, literally the only brands you think about. <laughs> I was yeah, clothing and brands. liquor. All she thinks about Adidas every day. All she thinks about. I started <laughs> with clothing brands that are in the mall that I know. And then I saw an LCBO bag. Oh, no, that's so Raven. I got it. That's so Raven here. Okay, here's the perfect first date. You bring her to a jewelry store and you shop for an engagement ring. Yes. Wow. Strong move. You shop for a promise ring and promise her that this is going to be the best relationship she's ever been in. (laughs) If she can free you from the astral plane. (laughs) If Mm. she makes the right move. (laughs) No, Ellie, what? That sounds 
That sounds sinister. <laughs> I didn't like that at all. See, this is the thing. Like, for me, going to the cemetery, it was all wholesome and peaceful and happy. And Ellie is the one who, like, immediately was like, how could I murder someone using this? Like, Ellie's the one who's thinking about murder. No. Choose you... your ring wisely. <laughs> Sev- several of the rings are cursed. <laughs> if I you put them, them on, myself. <laughs> you will never be able to remove them. Nine of these rings will force you into the astral plane with me forever. One of them will free me. (laughs) Choose wisely. I'm glad you chose that ring. I I think you'll find that you don't have to pay for it. Because I've (laughs) already purchased all the rings in the store and buried them in a cemetery nearby. Come with me. It's an adventure. (laughs) Wow, guys, that was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good fucking bit. Okay, I guess let's let's start enumerating. I mean, I feel like we've really said a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah. But what have we actually said? We said that to have a perfect first date, it needs to be somewhere at least a little bit public. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be comfortable. That ties into the comfortable thing, yeah. It has yeah, to be comfortable. Yeah, but not too comfortable. It has to be pretty quiet so that you can still talk to them. There has, there to, has to be something to do. Ideally, a yeah, common interest. A common interest of some sort. It doesn't have to be a common interest, but, like, yeah, ideally. Something, like, it's got to be a crucible in a sense. Like, something that will tell you something about mm. the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A trial, perhaps. A trial. Yeah, like an arena. To, like, an arena. night or something. You would go to an arena. Can you do a Hunger Games with them? You are going to do a Hunger Games with them. Hunger Games them with all your other potential date prospects. Oh, this now we're is talking. how you speed date. Now we're talking. And then date this is Hunger speed dating. Games. Oh my god, we are on to something with this one. Yeah, the common interest is survival and murder. Mm-hmm. And you're guaranteed to be with the most likely person at the you end to enjoy those things. You only want to be with things. a champion anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, want a cha- you definitely want a champion. And the first date... Is so perfect because you kill that person, no, the no, only no. one. You make that person fall under the impression that you had nothing to do with the Hunger Games and you saved them. Oh, Ellie's hit on something dark here, but I like it. <laughs> hmm. You, it's don't we always say this? This is what we did with the gift thing too. You, you, you set up something terrible and then you <laughs> stop it and then you go like, "Whoa, look, I did it." And then they're forever in your the debt. The perfect first date is... It's gaslighting. Just gaslighting. The perfect first date is gaslighting. <laughs> gaslighting. How, come, how come Ellie's always coming back to gaslighting? Uh, no. The other last episode with the gaslighting was specifically both of you. I don't think that'll check out, but okay. Honestly, I'm not sure, and I think I'm gonna... <laughs> Ellie, I think you're gaslighting us right now. I think, I think she's trying to gaslight us right now. <laughs> On air. Holy shit. Okay, well, uh, let's do our our sign-off thing of, like, you know, top threes or whatever. Oh, you have to communicate that um, you're on a date. Or it has to be understood that everybody's on a date. Oh, yeah, that's the last one. Calvin, do your top three first, and then Andrew. I'm going second. I'm going second. Okay. Um, Step one, only, only initiate date requests with cemetery invitations. That's going to be the biggest filter. Um, Next step, when you're in the cemetery loudly announce that your your full name your social insurance number and the time period in which you'd like to be dating 
so that there is full liability and no fear on either party's part. And then third step, leave and never say a word again. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Okay, Andrew. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top that. He already took the cemetery thing from me. Um, okay, then here's mine. Uh, step one, meditate for as long as it takes. Time doesn't really work the same in the astral plane. Meditate until you can assume a temporary physical form in the physical world, not unlike having a meat body. Step two, use this physical avatar to convince someone to come with you to an arcade. Step three, just play every game in there, and if they don't beat you at every one, uh, they're not worthy, and just try again until eventually someone can free you from your eternal suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All good points. Okay. Wait, Harry. I want to change mine. I want to change mine. Okay, Harry. Okay, step one, Hunger Games. Step two, <laughs> fewer people left alive in the Hunger Games. Step three, only one person left alive in the Hunger Games. That's the perfect <laughs> first aid. <laughs> Okay, these are my steps. Ready? Step one: get get really get prepared for your date. Um, put on your galoshes, you know, s- some gloves. Uh, <laughs> step two: leave your household and begin your search for okay, the frogs. Like <laughs> step oh. three: <laughs> step three: take your frog prospect to the arcade and play games with him because he is lonely (laughs) how do you can you ellie here's my question not and i mean no judgment either way obviously but can you tell the difference between male and female frogs hey do i need to that's what i'm saying you don't need to and if you're if that's what you're looking for that's fine but are you trying to no Okay, no. so just whatever you know frog what? comes you know out, the, that's the, the perfect first date. No, any, the way any it works, frog, no, any, Andrew, 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 the way it works is if they're the perfect frog, then when I kiss them, they'll turn into a person. That's how I know. So it doesn't matter. Right, right, you're stuck with that gender. Yeah, like you wouldn't even know, like, yeah. until it happened, and then yeah. you'd be like, oh, this is it for me. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think Ellie had the best one then. Really, you gotta go. It's like kind of needle in a haystack situation, but like if you can go through so many frogs, you know, as soon as one turns into a person, like that's it. It's a metaphor for first dates. You Whoa. go on as many first dates with as many people, and then you find that one, and that's just it. That's it. You just know it's it. Oh my god! Fucking close up the podcast, guys. That yeah, Ellie just Ellie did just did it. That was yep. so good, Ellie. That was a metaphor. I'm the so whole proud time of you. It was a metaphor, everyone. Wow. <laughs> okay so wait so is that our last thing about having the perfect first date is oh no we did touch on that with the groundhog day thing so have a lot of them yes yeah which is why they can't also be the same thing over and over let's let's close up i gotta go unless they are the same thing over and over because then you can start to get scientific data Mm -hmm. and make sure you kiss every single one yeah just in case you have to yeah it's the only way they'll turn into people or they'll bring your soul back into your meat body. Right. Okay. Okay, let's wrap it up. Yep. Okay. Good job. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Love you. Right. See you guys. Love you.